0: Greetings gentlemen, it's The Shaman back again for a quick Ask The Naturals. Now this is a kind of a general question that I wanna hit up, which is, how do I get over my trauma? Or also, how do I stay motivated when I don't feel like I'm getting results and things are not working the way that I want them to? I've been taking action and it's just not getting there. Uh, now that might not be a specific question, but there's a kind of a conglomeration of a lot of people's questions that are along those lines that I'm gonna answer. So stay tuned, because you're gonna learn about all of that in this video now. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts James Marshall and Liam McCrae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. So if you're like a lot of guys out there, you might be taking some action you know let's say working on your lifestyle talking to some girls trying to improve your life but you're feeling like something's not working like you're not getting traction or that there's something inside you know some kind of internal resistance or difficulty that's causing a problem you know this is resistance this is inertia this is uh, what you could call some kind of block and these things can have a lot of different uh, reasons to them there can be a lot of different aspects to them but in a nutshell it's really just something that's stopping you it's causing a resistance now Where a lot of guys get really frustrated is they just keep trying to solve the problem by just taking more action and the issue here is that it's not necessarily that the action taking is the problem it's more about the way in which they see themselves or the way in which they feel about themselves because of their past experience that's having a big effect on their ability to take action. So if you've had nasty experiences whatever that is maybe abandonments maybe betrayals maybe difficulties and also Not just that you've had those experiences if you personalize those experiences because something i want to say too which is very important is that some people have hard experiences and for whatever reason they don't personalize them they're not traumatic because one thing to recognize also is like a a trauma is when something happens in your life that you feel more or less overwhelmed unprepared uh, and and, and unable to cope with and when that kind of thing happens then it it puts your nervous system into a very particular kind of difficult state Uh, and Usually what happens is when we face that kind of trauma, it gets, let's say, uh, repressed. It gets, it gets pushed into a, into something that we just go over the top of. So many people have very difficult experiences in their life that might go on for extended periods of life and they just have to learn how to cope and have to learn how to, to, to move on from those things. But the problem is, is that if they don't really understand how to manage or digest those, those difficulties that they've experienced, then that can result in a situation where those things are still coming up to torment them in the future. And that's where you get these exact things that I'm talking about. So for example, if you've experienced bullying and that was really hard and now you're feeling really insecure around people many years later, it may be because of some of those underlying traumas that were created in, in that bullying kind of experience. Or if you've had difficulty with uh, you know, past relationships, that may be being projected onto your current relationships. So this is where the real work actually begins, of learning about yourself, doing, doing some change work. Uh, now that's also a big topic too, because you know, change work can mean a lot of different things to different people. Uh, for some people, just talking about stuff can be useful, but at the same time, it also depends on, on what you're talking about and how you're talking about it too. Uh, so if you're the kind of guy who wants to you know, overcome some of these inner resistances, then it's important to start to really look at this world of inner game, this world of transformation and inner inner understanding that can, that can free you up from some of this inertia. And the biggest thing that really you can do is you can start to identify you know, how are you experiencing this inertia? How does it show up? What kinds of thoughts do you have? What kinds of feelings do you have? You know, is, it, is it about body sensations? Is it about particular things that are happening inside of your physiology? And Once you can break down the feelings, the thoughts, you can start to understand the package of how you're doing that, then you can also start to dig in and, and, and understand the history of it and start to change the history. Now that's the work. And that, that is, that is the transformational work. That's what I specialize in. That's also what, what, you know, guys need to learn the most, in my opinion, when it comes to learning to change their lives, is how to build a framework for them to really deal with the difficulties that they haven't been able to deal with, to have the support, to have the understanding that's necessary to move through some of these things. It's very frustrating, you know, and I can, I speak for myself too. It's very frustrating when you have circumstances that, uh, Causing a lot of challenges, and there's not enough support, and there's not enough understanding, there's not enough time, there's not enough of the kinds of things that you need to be able to to move through those those difficulties. And once again, inner game is about creating that time, or making that time, prioritizing that space, and finding the solutions. A part of that might be just general education, of course. I mean, if you want to uh, overcome difficulties, just generally starting to educate yourself about what does it mean to have happiness or how do you understand your internal states. And this is oftentimes where people become drawn to things like meditation and spirituality, which is also brilliant. Meditation and spirituality are fantastic tools, but just be aware that meditation isn't necessarily a direct therapeutic solution to your anxiety, for example, or to a trauma that might have happened in the past. It's a very good general thing to do and it will help to uh, make you stronger and will help you to develop focus and and cultivate consciousness which is a brilliant thing but it won't necessarily solve your personality problems the stuff that really helps when you want to change your personality is, is about going into your history and rewriting rebuilding reshaping reforming revisioning the way in which you have you, you've experienced things in the past so you know what does it mean that you've been abandoned does it mean that that's the truth and that's the end of the story and that's inevitably going to happen over and over again? Or does it mean that that was a particular experience and you can learn from that and you can grow through that and you can put new meanings on that? Now this is also where it gets very challenging for people too because we all have a sort of a personal attachment to our experience. And the more, you know, the more I'm personally attached to my trauma, the more I'm personally attached to my story of why I have to, uh, you know, have this trauma, then the more difficult it's going to be to change. And obviously, the longer I have that too, the more difficult it's going to be to change as well. So you've got to keep that in mind. Is it like it's about it's about recognizing that sometimes we fight for our limitations. You know, we fight for the things that we know that that are a part of our identity, including these pains and traumas. And they can be hard to let go of because we also feel very insecure that if we let them go, then maybe something really bad's going to happen, or that we're going to be really vulnerable, or that's really stupid because it was a very hard lesson you know it was a very difficult lesson so it's almost like you know carrying around this uh this poison and keeping it close to us to try to protect us from the fact that maybe there's some poison out there that might get us in the future which doesn't really make much sense so generally educating yourself about how your psychology works and starting to develop a a positive mind frame that's definitely going to help you also it may be useful and it's one of the best things that I know I've done and I know it's one of the most powerful things that I do with the people that I work with that working with a mentor, working with a coach or a therapist or working with somebody who can really understand your situation and and, and change it can massively accelerate this journey. Now keep in mind also that you're probably not going to find somebody who's going to be able to help you to comprehensively transform your dating life that's just a normal counsellor because normal counsellors typically don't do dating and relationships. They don't teach sexuality. They don't do cold approach, for example. And also, it's sad to say, a lot of people even in the dating coaching world don't do therapeutic support. They don't help people with understanding of things either. So it can be a challenge to try to find somebody who's got the right combination of of tools and and understandings that can that can help you to do that. But nonetheless, it should be something that you can put in your focus as a priority that you would like to achieve, which is Developing a framework of understanding is going to help you with your specific situation. Uh, and that's once again something that, that I, I've spent like decades actually researching. Like what are the useful tools, what are the best ways to help to reframe and to transform some of these situations that, that guys face that are traumatic. Uh, and I can tell you that one of the most effective ways is to first of all understand how you get triggered, what's going on inside of you, uh, and then start to apply physiological shift. And there's tools to do that, whether it be using breath and focus or it could be using some kind of energetic psychology tools like tapping, for example, or some kind of uh, emotional release technique. Uh, that's definitely an important thing. Uh, or the other thing which I've also mentioned is doing reframing on a deep level. Now, you could even start doing that yourself on a sort of a vague level but still a positive level by doing things like journaling, for example. It's one of the healthiest practices you can do is journal. Uh, and I would suggest that, you know, that you do even just mind dumping and starting to get clear on the kinds of stuff that's been annoying you or the stuff that's been tormenting you uh, and have an overarching intention that you're processing it, that you're working through that, that you're going to support yourself through that. Or that you're going to get support, you're going to reach out to somebody, you're going to go out and find somebody that's going to be able to help you to be able to open this world of new possibilities that you're trying to, to move towards. So it's super important. So there's a few thoughts on that and what it means to be able to overcome trauma and how you can move through this. And I can also say that this is a big sticking point for a lot of guys and a lot of guys are looking in the wrong direction. Because just doing more cold approaching or just trying to get more muscles or just trying to, uh, you know, do external things to try to solve something that's actually an internal narrative, an internal feeling around who you are and how the world works then uh, yeah, you've got to work at it at the level that it's actually happening. You've got to change it at the level that it's really there. And that's once again where identifying what's going on is important, making a clear assessment of it, choosing the tools, finding the tools that are going to really help you to do that, and then application of those tools, whether that be with assistance of a mentor or a coach or learning to do it yourself, which can be a little bit more difficult, but nonetheless is still possible if you, if you want to do it that way. What's well, up ninjas? Shay here. and uh, I just want to answer one of the questions from our channel. And the question is basically, when you're out and about and you're doing your thing and you start to feel bad, how do you come back to a place where you can start to feel good again? And the answer to that is lots and lots of different ways, Uh, but I'll give you a few different techniques that are really easy. So the first thing to do is start to remember that you're on a mission that's taking you somewhere that you really want to go. So, learning to be a social guy, learning to be good with women, learning to build the lifestyle and the kinds of changes that you really want inside yourself is a long-term process. It's a journey. If you get too attached to the specific things at each step of the way is if they're the most important thing, like it's really important that every girl likes you or everything always goes right, then you're going to have a really shitty time because reality doesn't work like that, gentlemen. So, you're going to have to come to terms with that. The way in which you do uh, be more effective is get happy and fall in love with the fact that you're transforming over time and that the fact that you're facing these challenges means that you're growing and that you're learning and that every time you go through them, that you can become stronger. Now part of that process is to learn how to reframe things, so start to look for the positive meanings in everything that happens. So for example, you have an interaction with a girl, it doesn't go the way you want it to. What's the moral to the story? It doesn't mean anything about you, that's a good start. Or maybe she was having a bad day and it's got nothing to do um, with you. Or maybe it's really good that she disqualified you or it didn't go so well because she's obviously the person that you don't want to spend your time and energy on. And now you're free to go and create the connections and the the kinds of uh, things that you really want with the girls that you do match and that do work out for you. Uh, So, recognize once again that that's a part of the process, to have a lot of positive reframing always working for you. Part of positive reframing is also to project positive outcomes. So, when you see a girl that you want to go and approach, I want you to start to expect and start to feel good about the fact that when you go and talk to her, it's going to go well, and if nothing else, you're going to walk away with a smile on your face, feeling good about the fact that you've made a choice to go towards something that you wanted to do on your own terms. It's important also to start to condition yourself to the expectation that things are not always going to be easy. Go out expecting that you're going to face challenges. Go out expecting that girls are going to try and push you away or not talk to you or that things are not going to go so well. Because if you go out expecting that that's going to be the case, then it's not going to be such a trauma when it happens. Uh, so it's better to expect the worst and then uh, you know, conduct yourself in a way that creates the best possible outcome than it is to kind of live in a delusion that it should be perfect all the time and then be somehow shocked that it wasn't exactly the way you expected it to be. So there's three very simple things that you can do to stay in state and to start to reconnect. Remember your long-term outcome and start to fall in love with where you're going and why you're really doing this. It's really important to have a strong why and a big vision of why you're doing this. Number two is always positively reframe things. Make sure that you're finding the positive meanings in everything that you do and number three is making sure that you project for positive outcomes that make sense. Positive outcomes that make you feel good about why you're doing things and and that are you know making, making it inspiring to move forward. The last thing is also to expect challenge and to learn to embrace challenge as part of the path. There's plenty of other ways that I could uh, tell you, but for now that's three simple things that you can work with. Go for it. I wanna hear some more feedback. Give me some more questions. Till next time, this is Shay over and out.